Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. This episode of Womanica is brought to you by BetterHelp. If something's getting in the way of you being your best self, don't let inconvenience stop you from getting the help you need. That's where BetterHelp comes in, making it easy to say yes to therapy. You can send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. And you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. I want to help you start living a happier life today. As a Womanica listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash EW. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash EW. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. Today we're talking about one of the most celebrated voices in the battle for indigenous rights in Australia. She was a lifelong political activist and a leading force in the historic 1967 referendum for Aboriginal rights. Please welcome Evelyn Scott. Evelyn was born Evelyn Ruth Bacco in 1935 in Ingham, Queensland. Her father was the son of an enslaved person from Vanuatu. Evelyn's desire to fight injustice may have stemmed from him, while we don't know much about Evelyn's childhood, many authors and journalists have suggested she took inspiration from her father's motto, if you don't think something's right, then challenge it. When Evelyn was in her mid-twenties, she moved to Townsville, a city in northeastern Queensland. It was there in the 1960s that she was called to action. She joined the Townsville Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Advancement League, where she organized to fight widespread injustice against Aboriginal people. At the time, the Queensland government was enforcing many discriminatory practices in housing, employment, and education under the Aborigines Protection Act. Under this law, Aboriginal rights were almost entirely controlled by Aboriginal protectors. Protectors were classified as European civil servants, police, and missionaries. These so-called protectors had full legal right to remove Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people from their homes and relocate them to reserves. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's civil, workplace, and political rights were diminished, if not totally non-existent. 
1967, Evelyn was a major leader in a campaign to turn back those protection laws. She campaigned for a yes vote on the 1967 referendum, which called for changing two sections of Australia's constitution. As it then stood, the Australian constitution stated that the federal parliament could not make laws for Aboriginal people. Instead, that responsibility fell to individual states, which enabled the creation of sporadic, unjust laws like the Protection Act in Queensland. The constitution also omitted Aboriginal people from the federal census. The 1967 referendum asked Australians if they supported including Aboriginal people from every state in these constitutional provisions. The result was historic. More than 90% of voters voted yes, making it the most successful referendum in Australian history. Afterwards, Evelyn joined the Federal Council for the Advancement of Aboriginals and Torres Strait Islanders as its vice president. A few years later, in 1973, she helped the council become Indigenous-led and became its general secretary. She would say in an interview years later, we have to determine our own agenda if we're going to address the issue right. Evelyn was dedicated to the importance of women's voices in the fight for Indigenous rights. Throughout the 1970s, she was active in the Cairns and District Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Corporation for Women, as well as the National Aboriginal and Islander Women's Council. She also campaigned for the protection of the Great Barrier Reef and believed in involving more Indigenous voices in land and sea conservation. Evelyn was awarded the Queen's Silver Jubilee Medal for her activism in 1977. She also received two honorary doctorates and was appointed as an Officer of the Order of Australia in 2003. She continued her advocacy work into her 60s. From 1997 to 2000, Evelyn acted as the chair of the National Council for Aboriginal Reconciliation. She worked in opposition to Prime Minister John Howard, who was resolute on cutting reconciliation funding. Evelyn's efforts culminated in the Corroboree 2000 Bridge Walk, where more than a quarter of a million people marched across the Sydney Harbour Bridge in support of an official government apology. In 2015, Evelyn moved to a care facility. And on September 21, 2017, she died at the age of 81. Her contributions to Indigenous rights in Australia were widely lauded at the time of her death. She became the first Aboriginal woman to be honoured by the Queensland government with a state funeral. All month, we're honouring the legacies of Indigenous women. For more information, check out our Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favourite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? 
Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So Toyota is electrified, diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly. How much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.